Hello, and welcome to the Lessons and Confessions podcast. I am your host, Dalia Cevedo, and in this podcast, we talk about life lessons, confessions about my own life, spirituality, and daily struggles we all may face. This week's episode is going to be a little mini confession episode about my flop era and how I kind of went through it through grief. I just felt it in my heart to kind of share uh, just in case you may be going through something similar or just a hard time in your life. I cannot wait for next week's episode on gut health, so stay tuned for that one. I can't wait to be answering the questions you guys asked and sharing information that I really hope would will be helpful for all of you. So without further ado, let's get started with this week's mini confession episode. Thank you guys for listening and remember to like, share, and comment on Instagram. I really appreciate it. Hello everyone and welcome back to Lessons and Confessions. Happy February. January is long gone. We're here, second month of the year, and honestly, I feel amazing. It was... January was definitely a good month. It was a great start to the year. I feel energetic, creative, um, honestly just like really full of energy and ready to take on more of what the year has to to bring and I'm just like ready to keep on uh, tackling my goals and I just feel really happy with my everyday and I think that that's really what my focus was for January and I'm really glad that it helped me kind of just find this easy peacefulness in and content in like the mundane and the everyday and you know really taking time to appreciate and enjoy the everyday things that just are boring and like you know it's and you know that's why I think like I said you know before we like seeing these people post videos of their blogs and like a day in the life because it does make those everyday mundane things look you know appealing and exciting and you know I think that unfortunately social media also has kind of brought us for always wanting like these like grandiose feelings of happiness and I think that that's just like dopamine hits you know like we're just like wanting like to feel like really happy all the time that it it doesn't really highlight for you to be able to appreciate the everyday things the just waking up in the morning making yourself breakfast having to get ready for work like these are things we have to do um but it's never really showcases like things like we want to do and I think that um I really wanted to focus on just making those everyday things and like my simple life, you know, meaningful and appreciate it, you know, more. Um, I think that we lose sight of like how, you know, grateful we really should be to have the life that we do have. And I think we kind of get lost a little and not appreciating that update on my habit tracker from atomic habits i finished the whole month of january i'm actually going to kind of take some time tonight and work on my february goals 
and kind of just reflect on January a little bit and continue the work that I've been putting in that I did in January into February and I honestly recommend you know the book Atomic Habits it really has changed my life and my perspective on the the way I look at having to do these like everyday tasks and chores and um over that overall just like I know are gonna help me push me forward to my goals and it really just helped me ease my anxiety into like the bigger picture into very like small everyday goal like changes and I love that so I have my habit tracker it's been on my bed all uh, month I definitely need another place to put it I have it like in the corner of my bed which was very helpful because it was very like I had a hands-on I had it right there that I could you know change it up and add to it and it was just like in my face so I, I just need to find like a nicer area for it um I might hang it up but I kind of like having it on my lap so um we'll see where that goes but I definitely recommend it I think that it was just really nice to have that visual representation of like me pushing through me pushing through have you guys been hearing about like this flop my flop era <laughs> and I mean to be honest, I've only seen a little bit of video, so I'm not, like, really sure on the term, but, you know, I definitely just don't want to continue my flop era, and when I think about my flop era, I think about, honestly, the last few years of my life, and I feel that although I had so much fun and I traveled to do certain things that I wanted to do, like raving, for instance, or, you know, I definitely had like that self-love in the sense of like I would like go all out with my hair and change it up and do my lashes and I think like on the surface I definitely didn't see it as my flop era but now in retrospect I really do because as I said before I was kind of like in the survival mode for many years and I didn't I didn't know I was in it like you're in it but you didn't I didn't see that I was and for me I I was trying so hard to live my life to the fullest and now that I've really taken the time to you know focus on my health focus on my mental health focus on these little everyday things um cooking for myself eating the right foods uh buying better products um you know, that are worth my money, my hard-earned money, you know, I can go on, um, but I definitely was not doing that in previous years, and I'm not going to shame myself, as I said, we, we're not shaming, we're not shaming ourselves into healing, that's not my, mo that's not, my motto is we're not going to do that, but I'm just, like, reflecting, and it's, it's kind of crazy that this is coming up, because I actually, yesterday, I, I'm, I'm going back to school. Next week is my first time back to school in like three years. Um, the last time I was in school was like 2019. Um, I dropped out and in 2019, I was honestly, I dropped out and I, I was not going to go back to school. I was so definitive on that, that even a year ago, even six months ago, if he would have asked me, oh, are you going to go back to school? I would have been like, hell to the fucking no. And the reason why is because my mental health at the time of going to school and finishing school was just not it. 
school. Well, from what I thought, it was school. But for me, it felt like it was school. School just, like, was so debilitating for me. It gave me anxiety. It gave me stress. And now when I look at it, the reason why I decided to go back, and there's so many reasons, but I think one of the main reasons is that I feel like such a different person than what I was three years ago. And honestly, I didn't even know how I got my AA. I went to community college. I ended up transferring to CSUN. Ooh, the train's passing by. Sorry if you you guys can hear it. But I went to community college and community college took me like five years. Such a long time. Like community college is supposed to take you like two to three years tops and then you're supposed to transfer. And I just honestly felt like my life was just like a never ending going to college and I was over it. So when 2020 came and it was COVID and I saw myself being on the computer for about 14 hours a day, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And I took I took the COVID excuse and the opportunity to drop out of school and I hid it from my dad who I didn't want to fail um, because at the time I was still living life for pleasing others and not really living it for myself and I was just like I'm not gonna tell him and if he asked I'm just gonna be like well it's because it's COVID and it can't be 14 hours and then sure enough like things started coming back to normal and then he was like so what's up with school and then I finally had to be like I can't do school like I'm so done with school I don't want to be a teacher anymore I don't want to do this anymore I'm so tired of like just always having something to do But what made me decide to go back is that, as I was saying, I feel like a completely different person than who I was three years ago, five years ago. And it's crazy that it's coming up at this time because I was getting ready for school. I was bringing out uh, books from a math class that I'm going to be retaking. This is my third time taking it, guys. And I feel so empowered. I feel so ready. Um, But it brings me a lot of mixed emotions and mixed feelings because, well, I've never really talked about this. And excuse me, I might have to pause and I might get emotional. But on Monday, it's my first day of school, going back to college after three years, but it's also the anniversary of my mom's death. I lost her seven years ago uh, due to colon cancer and seven years ago my life completely changed and I know you probably hear people say this when they've lost someone very significant in their life or something really traumatic happens and it's so true because there's no really other way to explain it other than my life completely changed my life went from a before and after forever forever completely altered never the same never going to be the same you know it was and I never wanted to say it like this because I feel like that almost makes me want to like I don't know what feelings it brings but it, it doesn't make me feel good to be like well I went through something very traumatic but you know now I can say I went through something extremely traumatic Um, I did not only lose my mom, I 
it was like such a process to losing her i slowly watched her fade away um because cancer does that and um it was extremely difficult to see you know your caregiver like the person that has taken care of you your whole life and guided you to completely just you know you end up taking care of them and you know losing a parent is something that you know a lot of people don't really experience until they're a lot older um and if you have experienced it at a very young age i'm very sorry because it's kind of like losing a compass in your life that kind of guides you and i lost my compass seven years ago and after that i had to kind of navigate life by myself and um that's a topic for another day but i sometimes forget that the reason why and i'm not making excuses but i'm just looking at you know acknowledging why i shouldn't be so hard on myself and why i should actually be very proud of myself um it's because seven years ago i lost one of the most important people in my life and i was 20 years old and i had no idea how to handle that or i had no idea what was to come from all of that and i still managed to go to school through depression anxiety and a lot of self-developing years character building years and I honestly never really wanted to I, I guess acknowledge that I was going through one of the most difficult time periods of my life I just kind of was on this autopilot and I was just like, well, school, 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 work, work, work. And I didn't see all my self-sabotaging behaviors that were caused from depression and not really knowing how to process this very traumatic thing that had happened to me and my family. And I had this conversation with an old friend of mine who I had spent a lot of that time period with and she knows who she is and we were just kind of talking about that time period of our life because in the midst of all of that grief and depression like I was also you know having good times because that's that's how grief is like it's in the middle of you living your life and she was saying you know I I'd never really um noticed or knew that that's what it was um but I, we worked together and, you know, uh, we coached a cheer team together. And so we spent a lot of time together outside of like normal working hours. And she would always see that I was very tired and I was sleeping. And like the team would actually have videos of me always like napping anywhere that I could. Um, and she kind of like, you know, and this is years later, she tells me, I'm so sorry that I didn't see your depression for what it was at the time and to be honest I didn't even see it that way um 
and when I look back to the person I was during these years it really brings so many heavy emotions because I really wish I could just give myself a big hug and a big fucking pat on the back um for just getting through that and um so yeah I'm starting school on the anniversary of my mom's death and it's i so glad i'm i'm starting that day uh death anniversaries kind of used to bring um a lot of like sadness sometimes you never know how you're gonna like end up feeling that day but you know i'm really glad that i'm i'm doing something that's like just moving me forward and i'm really happy about it and um i just love like it's full circle for me and I feel like, honestly, genuinely, like, I was, I started trying to record this episode yesterday, and I just didn't realize, like, how much emotion I had about it all, and I was like, whew, it just hit me all at once, and I call my boyfriend, and I'm just crying, and then, and he's like, are you okay, and I'm like, yeah, I'm okay, like, I don't know, like, I feel happy, but I feel, like, really sad, and I feel like everything all at once, and then I just realized, I'm like, fuck, like, this is grief at its finest, um it's very numbing sometimes and sometimes it's like all at once and um but i am very proud of myself for being able to alchemize all of that pain and hurt and just like distraught and despair and horrible part of my life and to be here and um to even be on this podcast talking and sharing my experience and you know I am just like very proud of myself and so I just want to say that you might not be where you want to be and maybe you're not happy right now and your life doesn't really look like what it is and maybe you lost something special to you or maybe your life's just you know you're not happy with it you're depressed sad in the middle of something and I just want you to know that if you look back at it like you've gone through shit and you're able to go through shit and all I can remember saying is people always telling me or hearing is people always telling me like well this doesn't last forever the good part is that it doesn't last forever and I remember just feeling like well I sure hope it fucking doesn't because fuck but this is why it's like so important for me to just tell you like you have to be your number one cheerleader because there's nobody that's going to really pull you out of anything. You can help have support and help, but the only one that's going to pull you out is yourself. And you're, if you take a look back at it, if you really look at it and you look back at all the things you've gone through, you've pulled yourself out of that. And so if you're not in a good space right now, just know that you're going to pull yourself out. And I don't, I can't tell you when, and I can't tell you how, but you can do it. But you're not going to shame yourself there. And it's okay if you haven't reached where you want to reach today or tomorrow, but you're going to, you're going to do it. And it's okay. It's okay that it's taking you forever. It's okay that you're not where you're at because you're going to pull yourself out of there. Because you're, you're going to just be so tired of it that you're going to do it for yourself. I can guarantee it. And I think that that's, I think, like I said, sometimes we're our worst critics. Like, you know, I am 27 years old and you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to just plain out say it 
and I'm gonna say I have two part-time jobs. I don't have this big girl career job that I thought I would have at this time in my life. Um, I still live with my dad and I you know and my two jobs I what do I do I'm a campus aide and I work at a boba shop and I'm not where I want to be in my life and I think I was shaming myself for quite a bit and like trying to rush and like just make my life harder like as if I it needs to be harder but then I like look back to the girl I was five years ago seven years ago and I'm like damn if I can pull myself out of that it's okay that I'm here. I'm just happy that I'm here. And honestly, looking really in retrospect, I am so much more happier where I am right now in my life. I have such a better relationship with my family. With, you know, I have, I'm literally dating like the love of my life and in a really healthy relationship. I'm, have, a way better healthier relationship with myself which is life itself and that quote that it's like that says you know if you love life life will love you back it's like so true and sometimes I can't re- I can't even tell you how many times I hated life waking up hating life just being so over it so over it but it gets better The days do get brighter. You have to look at the sunshine that is shining through all of the darkness. You got to. Just don't focus on the pain. Let it be there. Acknowledge it. Let it sit with you. But don't let it become you. Like, just, you gotta look at the good things. You gotta force yourself to look at the good things. Because life's passing you by. And I guarantee you, just like you've gone through shit in your life before. And just how you want to be somewhere else, you will be. But you gotta, you gotta do it with a little more love. A little more love for yourself. Give yourself love. Nurture yourself be your number one cheerleader i know depression can sometimes feel like this sinking hole that you want to get out of so badly but you almost have like no energy to get out (laughs) you're just so tired of it but you just like have no idea no energy no you just don't know it's just like it's this never ending and and grief is almost very similar I feel like they kind of go sometimes hand in hand because it's just like this feels like a sinking hole that takes over your body but I posted something on my Instagram about a year ago and honestly ever since I read this I this quote um it, it really like really touched me and it really like explained and so I'm going to share it with you guys and it says Grief does not change you, it reveals you. And herein lies the gift that cannot die. It changes the course of your life forever. If you allow yourself the chance to feel it for as long as you need to, even if it is for the rest of your life, you will be guided by it. You will become someone it would have been impossible for you to be 
And in this way, your loved one lives on in you. And so I just wanted to share that because I uh, finally feel like I reached this chapter in my life that I feel very happy that I'm in and I cannot wait to experience more of life. And although I miss my mom dearly and I would do anything to have her back in my life, I just know that I would not be who I am today. And and I fought so hard to be who I am today. And so I'm grateful for whatever has happened to me. And if I can say that, I can tell you that you are going to get through whatever it is that you're trying to get through. And um, thank you guys again for listening to me. I really appreciate it. Again, I hope this just touches someone i think in the midst of the last seven years i sometimes would come across things online and i maybe just saved it or would come back to it another time or would hear it and i wouldn't really think much of it but you know people's words stay with stayed with me these were like people like spiritualists um philosophers and so many different people and that i followed um motivational speakers and their words although maybe at the time I was so numb to even like try to digest what they were really saying their words did stick with me and so that's really ultimately what I hope for from this podcast and um I hope that my words just maybe come to you one day if ever needed and um you got this remember just to be your number one cheerleader and to love life because it will love you back um thank you guys so much and i can't wait for next week's episode for on gut health and this was just like a little mini uh confession episode so thank you guys so much till next time